bam and you say god damn this is a dope jam i'm broad i'm broad said i'm broader than broadway come on in yes i'm broad the water's fine i'm broad and i'm broader than broadway and i'm diddling 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 my Self. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and will make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Wood. Hi. I wanted to see you fucking gorgeous ghouls and gals and guys and thems and theys and those and theirs and ours and mine and hello from the mermaid and titties hi everybody hello and welcome to get wood my name's jess it's your pal jess how are you good to see you on this beautiful tuesday look at that sun shining behind me it's like god is coming on my head shut up it's how the show is so please stay toned stay toned to the world uh hi everybody first of all i'd like to say a huge rest in power to our queen tina Turner. This week we lost a queen, an icon, a gem, an amazing woman of talent, of of character. I would like to say, first of all, Nutbush City Limits. You know what I mean? They call it Nutbush. Ow, Nutbush. I said a Nutbush City Limit. Sometimes I just can't help but scream out, Nutbush! You know, when something goes wrong. Oh, Nutbush! So hopefully you can relate. Um, I wanted to say about Tina Turner, she was really someone to look up to. I remember my mom even talking about her with the, uh, bring it down for a second, a very special Get Wood moment, uh, about the abuse, about being an abused woman. Because my mom, let me fix my hair because I'm nervous. Uh, my mom, <laughs> my mom, like a lot of uh, people's uh, mothers and fathers probably as well. Uh, she was very badly abused when I was growing up by her boyfriends and, uh, one in particular who my aunties nicknamed the ax murderer when they met him. So obviously there was something a little off going on. Oh, uh, meanwhile, let me, excuse me, let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> These gorgeous heart dripping skull facing Mm, sparkle pants McGee earrings are done by the babes at Babel Studios. So please, if you're not following them yet, follow them now. And if you'd like to order and get 15% off your order, you can use GetWood15 on your checkout. That's right. It's a commercial in the middle of a very special moment. But anyway, as I was saying, my mom used to get beat. And um, <laughs> my mom, my mother was a beaten woman. It's true. She often got guns in her face and uh, some beatings. And so I was really impressed when she talked to me about Tina Turner and said, you know, that Tina Turner, you know, Jessie, Tina was very honest with everyone. She didn't, she was a powerful, powerful woman, Jessie, and she didn't mind that everyone knew. She knew it would help. She knew it would help other women if she uh, disclosed her terrible, terrible traumas. Um, and so I think that that's important. When we can share our traumas, our upsets, and have found a way out, hi, my gorgeousness, uh, then I like to share that, you know, like my mom was not beaten uh, 
by dudes until she died. She was just beaten by dudes while I was growing up, which was a, a great influence on me for relationship. You know, when you watch a parent get beaten, you think to yourself, well, that's how love is. That's the way love is, Tina. Um, and so uh, just a big love and moment of love and shouts and, and just so much she was so brave, you know, Tina Turner, to talk about that kind of shit in that time, to talk about being hurt by her dude and still, you know, got it. that's when hit record meant a couple different things. Come on. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> I tell you what's that. Oh, fuck you, T-Mobile. Now I get a bill. The text comes through. Your bill has gone through. Fuck you. How about that, T-Mobile? Anyway. Don't you love getting notifications that they've taken more money from you? These corporations that need no more money than what they have. Mm, delightful. Also, you may be looking at my shirt, although <laughs> more you're looking at those tatas. But uh, really, but really though, you guys, shut up. No, don't shut up. Keep going. This shirt is a handmade for those of you not on visual, God, I really, I beg of you to go on the visuals. It's so much fun. But uh, this little shirty shirt with the crystal and the fairies and the God damn it, it's fucking good, is by a woman called Suzanne. A woman called Suzanne. I feel like whenever someone says they're called something, they're like from across the pond. You know, she's called Suze, not Suze, it's Susie. Um, so Suzanne, her IG handle is type A gypsy with a ZY, not an SY, as in gypsy. Anyway, <laughs> I got to give the shouts to the earrings by the babes and the shirt by the Sue's before we continue on. Oh, 555 on the timer. Hello, you witchy motherfuckers. I just have to say, what a week, huh? What a goddamn week. I, I really got it. Let's get down. Let's get down, shall we? Let's get down and get funky. I have been very sad. I've been very sad. That's why I have so much makeup on. Jesse, Jesse, you've got so much makeup on today, Jesse. Yeah, because I'm sad. You know, I put blush on. The more blush you see me wearing, the, the worse off you know I am. So I, uh, I ended the, well, I didn't end it, but the run ended for the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alexis, my darling goddess mermaid. I um, I was in a play that ended, and it ended a week ago, and I am, I've been feeling the effects. Can you feel the effects of the high? I feel the effects of the bye. You know what I mean? The abandonment, the sadness. The, oh, I had friends that were so close and great for fucking seven weeks and then all of a sudden they're gone it's like camp if you've ever been to camp i've only been to camp thrice in my life but thrice i am grateful for and all thrice times um mama l you know jesse i've jesse i got a part in a in a show and it's going to afford me to send you to a camp hun so you know when it was afforded to send me to a camp hun i was fucking doing it well only two times was it really afforded to send me to a camp the third the third and oh d delightful time hollywood land camp hollywood land in the hollywood hills of hollywood california hollywood should i say hollywood again and for the juvenile delinquents, for the orphans, and for the very poor. And you know, 
I had fun and I almost was kicked out as well. Yes, and I was neither the juvenile delinquent nor the orphan, but I was quite poor. But I could afford a jar of pink hair dye. And I uh, dyed a few of the girls' hairs pinks. I got in a lot of trouble. Lots of trouble. Because they were afraid there was going to be like an allergic reaction or something. Ah, shut the fuck up. Who's so worried? I'm, I'm sh- I should be dead anyways. You know what I mean? That was my attitude in the office of the camp counselor in charge. I don't really remember what they're called. The warden of the camp. <laughs> anyway, I miss my castmates. I miss, I even miss my fucking commute, if you can believe it, for the New Yorkers that are sitting out there, standing out there, listening out there. I was going from Coney Island to Inwood every day, well, about five to six days a week. Coney Island, Inwood, and back. I miss it? How do I miss it? Well, I'll tell you what I miss. I miss the adventures. The adventures that you have when you're on a train for more, you know, 60 minutes plus, you're going to have an adventure every once in a while. And let me just tell you, let me just tell you, uh, the adventures that I had, there was not, no mistaking New York City fucking for any other town. There's no place like it, I tell you. Uh, I was on with my castmates once after uh, a show. And so, you know, maybe it was 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the nighttime. And we start very far uptown, uh, 181st Street, and then going down, like I said, to Coney Island, Brooklyn. So it's a far commute. It's like going from one stretch of the island to the other stretch of the island. So anywho, as my very good friend would say, anywho, uh, I uh, was on there with a couple of castmates, a young gal and a young guy. That's right, I said gal. And... This white man came on very intense energy when he when he, he like came on. You know, he came on the fucking train. It was like, oh my goodness. And he and he and he immediately went for the emergency brake, which if anyone know I mean, who doesn't know the emergency brake? That's all in case of emergencies only, sir. There's no just coming on and fucking grabbing the brake. But he was like, he went over and he and he put his hand around the brake and then he looked at us and then he put his hand around the brake again and he looked at us and it was like, sir. Calm your fucking balls. But he he couldn't. He his balls were quite on a, a high alert. And he and he was in sweatpants and he was very uh, energetic. So he's grabbing the, the thing and then he's looking at us and he's grabbing it and we're all like, oh god, DNE, DNE, do not engage. Yes, you correct. So then he he sees my friend, the guy, my castmate, and he goes, what the fuck are you taking pictures of me for? You taking pictures of me? You fucking delete that picture. Delete that fucking picture right now. And let me just tell you what the picture of this gentleman looked like. He was a white man, very tall, maybe 6'4", skinny as a rail, hair tufting out of uh, a beanie that he had on, much too warm for a beanie on this particular evening, a tufting of gray and brown hair coming out, beard tufting out, uh, t-shirt, and just, ah, you know, very energetic. So he's yelling at my friend, delete the fucking, let me see the photo. You took a fucking photo of me. And my friend is so calm. And he says, no, I didn't. I didn't take a photo. But he, he goes into the photo gallery and he shows the gentleman what the last photo is in his phone. Now, I just have to say, I find this to be the most mwah, chef's kiss classical music situation because what the picture was in his phone, his last photo uh, was a meme and it was of the Lorax. 
and the and it said there's a message from the trees they say fuck you and the lorax happened to look like this crazy fucking gentleman who was now screaming at him to erase the picture so i was hoping to god he doesn't get mistaken and think that that lorax meme is him and get even more riled up so he's like get the get the uh, photo of me off there and my friend is like this is not you and i okay i'll take it off and so he's erasing the the meme and the guy is like i'll fight you i'll fucking fight you right now and now it's gone too far you know my friend has had to deal with him it's gone too far i am now taking the uh these are not the droids you're looking for attitude because a lot of times that does work when you when you're like sir and so i said sir my friend showed you his phone he has no photos of you please just relax now okay and he was like, I'll cover you next. I'll cover you next <laughs> at me and the girl that I was with. And she, another castmate of mine, she knows jujitsu. So fucking quah! like she was like, I was waiting for him to make a move. And I was thinking about how I was going to get him. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like travel with people who know martial arts. It's probably a good idea. I mean, I wasn't with her every night, which is unfortunate. And also I adore her, but it was unfortunate. So he was like, get up here. I'll come for you next. And so he's like yelling at me now. And I just said, you know what? No. And so I looked at my friends and I said, friends, let's go to the next car. Cause this is, we, we have the power to move the power to move you. That's Wonder Boy by Tenacious D. Thank you so much for knowing that. And so we moved. But before we moved, we stood up and I looked down the train at the subway car. And if you know, you know, everyone in the fucking subway car was like looking at us like, hmm, like they were, they were watching a fucking live action movie, you know? And so I look at everybody and I go, yeah, thanks a lot, New York. Thanks a lot for your fucking help. And then we go to the next car. And because, you know, I always have to have the last word. <laughs> and we go to the next car. And then we go to the next car. And uh, we're there, you know, and we're like, oh, God, that guy was fucking insane. And then wouldn't you know, at the next stop, a bunch of other people from the other car come on. And I look at him, I go, uh-huh, right? Because he probably came for you next. Like, what do you think? You're untouchable to the madness? We're not. All of us are... are all of us are touchable. <laughs> Trust me. I'm looking at you, kid. Oh, God. Speaking of touching yourself, let's let's now touch ourselves while we chat about the next thing. I would like to be known now as Jess Wood, the new Judy Bloom and Dr. Ruth without the doctorate, but with a lot of the Ruth knowledge. You know what I'm talking about? The Ruthies. <laughs> She's been Ruthied her whole life, so she knows a bitter two about a bitter two so buttons let me tell you about the judy bloom documentary and here's the thing i'm not going to do anymore isn't this funny this is my one like i go to the picket lines but i'm also going to do it on my show this is how i rebel against the studios you right you right you right are you right are, are you right are you ready i'm going to tell you right now not only could you pick it could you sign some you know uh forms could you not give them the, your money anymore? That's what I'm saying. Like, fucking take it. Don't share passwords only. Do not pay for this shit anymore. If we can get down to like maybe sharing four passwords with all of us, maybe they can fucking do the right thing and pay the, the writers and the actors. You know what I mean? So here's my little rebelliousness. I'm going to tell you a couple things that I've watched that I loved so much, but I'm not going to tell you where you can see it. You have to look that up on your own self. I'm sorry. I mean, not on your own self. You are not a TV guide. Remember TV guide? 
I love you guys. Judy Bloom documentary called Judy Bloom Forever. Judy motherfucking Bloom. She changed. Do you know that her books are banned? Did you know that they've always been banned? Like, you can't talk about your period. You can't talk about touching yourself. Like, all these motherfuckers who ban, like, the Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. If you've been with me for a while, you know I've never trusted Florida. I've never liked Florida. I've never, I've, I've always thought, why doesn't Florida go away? Florida and China could be such happy what a couple they would make. You know, China with their lotion made of jizz and Florida with their anti-everything and their face eating. You know, it's just a match made in... Anyway, I have to tell you the Judy Bloom. it made me cry like I wept. I wept from the Judy Bloom Because why? Because boys and girls and everybody, thems and theys, everyone, humans were so affected by her writing and everyone used to write to her and she would write back. Can you imagine writing to a woman? The, the letters that this that Judy Bloom got were, were letters like, I, I'm going to have sex. I can never tell my parents. I'm very scared. Thank you so much for writing what you write. Like all these just divine and delightful letters from these young people who, and then they had all this footage from the 80s of when like her, you know, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, and like kids in line to go and talk to her and get it autographed and get it signed and tell her how much they that she meant to them because it's so important to talk about reproduction, menstruation, titty growth, hormones, boyfriends, girlfriends, sex feelings, masturbate. Like, what are we fucking doing? These poor kids are getting such a disservice from us. And that's, I mean, did anyone ever think, did anyone ever stop to just think like, maybe the reason so many kids are trans right now is because they can't figure out what the fuck messages they're getting from anything, from anywhere, or, are they just not getting any? They're really not. No one's getting any messages about how to love themselves or touch themselves or be happy and not be so shamed of it, you know? And so Get Wood is here to tell you, touch yourself, please. Oh my God. I mean, not on the bus or the train or in front of anyone else, unless you love them and you both are doing it together as a, maybe we're not going to penetrate tonight. Maybe we're just going to whack one out for each other. That's also just delightful. So listen, I want to erase the shame. And uh, you know what? how I think we can erase it more? Watch Judy Bloom. If you have a child, watch the Judy Bloom documentary with them, whether they're a girl, a guy, a them, a they, what, whomever human you have who doesn't know about Judy Bloom, give them the books. Oh my goodness. And, and, and talk. Let's talk about it. There needs to be more talking. Okay. That was something that I saw on the television. But let me tell you something that I saw in the real life IRL. I know. Can you stand it? We're out there. We're out there, baby. We outside. What? We outside. Okay. I went and saw one of the best plays that I've ever seen hands down. And I'm not even just saying that because I knew the director, the writer, two of the stars. I'm not, listen, yes, I'm bragging that I know all those people. Am I a star fucker? No, I haven't fucked any of those people, but will I drop their names like a fucking hard coin in the, in, in a 
made well blanket. Yes. Why did all of a sudden I go to the military? So I went to see this play. It's called Race, the movie, the play. I'm about to show you the fucking playbill for it. That's right. Oh my God. Are you serious? It was one of the best things I've ever seen in my life, in my life, in my life. And you know, I'm exposed and <laughs> I expose myself to many, many, many things in our media, in our culture. Now, this was a uh, an amazing, what I, I hope to be doing here on this show regarding sex and regarding race and class and politics and all the things that I touch on, but really, especially sex. Because, you know, I've been told, you shouldn't use get wood. It's You're a nice lady. Like, I'm not a fucking nice lady. Suck my dick. You know what I mean? Suck it, you know? Lick my clit. I ain't so nice if you're not nice to me. Mm. So, anyway, race. The movie, the play at Soho Playhouse. It only has two more. I think it's only, it's been extended another week. But I think that's only next week of this coming. So, June, 1st of June, 2nd of June, something like that. Soho Playhouse. Race. The play, the movie. If you're anywhere near New York, or you're coming by New York, you're in New York. Oh, shit. Okay, what is it like, you ask? Well, it reminded me of Mel Brooks. And they even said, like, Mel, like blazing fucking saddles, okay? Taking race. Again, taking a subject that people have been for the last 25 fucking 30 years are like, no, I don't ever. You know, let's talk about it. And you know how you talk about it? You make it fun. You make it silly. You make it, uh, there's a dialogue. You make it from the white people, the black people. It's all the different, uh, you know, perspectives, point of views. I mean, Jesus, Lord, if we didn't know that we can take humor and make things different, we can change things with humor. I mean, fuck, I was a junkie in Lower East Side. I had nowhere to live. I had no job. I had no prospects. I have no nothing. And I found comedy. That's right. I'm looking at you, baby. And comedy saved my fucking life like a Jesus. And I feel like with this, that is how come it was able to save my life because I was able to find humor in the darkness that was my life, the trauma that was my life, the my mom being beat. I mean, fuck, who opens a podcast with talk about their mom being beat? I do. Why? Because a lot of us have experienced these experiences and we're so scared and ashamed to talk about them that they never come out. And then we will walk around all angry inside and like taking it out on people and then repeating the patterns and shit, like getting, getting more relationships that are like how we grew up with. No, no. Put an end to the cycle. Now, the ancestors are here for it. They are always around us. We have so much support. Meh. So go see the, go see race, the movie, the play at Soho Playhouse. If you can Wa uh, run, don't walk. Okay. Um, I would also like to promote my own show that I am doing. It is a storytelling show. It is going to be in Coney Island, Brooklyn, USA. Coney Island, USA, Brooklyn. And it is on June 25th, which is a Sunday. It's at 7 p.m. and it is at the Coney Island Historical Museum. I know. I'm very excited. It is going to be, it's a stacked lineup and 
there's a bucket that's going to be there, which like a la, a la the moth, um, I'm going to have a little piece of paper and pencils and you guys could write your names down if you want. If you would like a chance at telling a story of your own, the theme is summertime. So I'm just asking everybody five to seven minutes if you come for the bucket. Summertime is the theme. And you know, that's a pretty loose uh, theme. And I will be telling my story about uh, filming a Madonna video. That's right. I know. It's very exciting. I, I can't even believe I was in a Madonna video. I didn't film it. I just happened to be in it. So very exciting. Very exciting. So June 25th at the museum at Coney Island. It's such a beautiful, beautiful space. And it has all these old artifacts from Coney Island, as well as a poster with my most she is my biggest icon like I pray to this woman it's a daily thing that I and I she inspires my writing she inspires my comedy she inspires my look Mae West if you don't know please look her up anyway that's that so race storytelling show Tina Turner I have you know I have it all written down so you know crazy uh white man um <laughs> okay sad about the play yeah um, now, the play, speaking of the play, there was a, an original song, it was called Get a Life, and the lyrics were, get a life, why don't you let your hair down, get a life, uh, start living all around, get a life, stop watching those reruns, get a life, go out and have some fun. Now, I don't know about y'all, but fuck man, I was singing that song, first of all, I, to be a punk rock star... I, four nights a week, I was able to, to fucking punk rock star. And in the audience, I went out to the crowd, rah, you know, doing the thing, slam dancing, fucking mosh. It was, it was, it was a real release, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to take up something else somewhere nearby or something. I may have to go to the drummers at, 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 uh, Puerto Rico. Listen, Stop watching those reruns. It's for me, babe. Babe, it's for me. I know that I have better use of my time. Well, right now, everybody's on strike. So there's no real, there's nothing going on. And I, I'm down with that too. But the, I will never not watch a Seinfeld rerun. It's true. I won't. But I can't say that it's not running through my head. That's all it is. For me, for me, go out and have some fun. It's just a reminder for me, my babe. My babe, this is all for me. All of these things I say. Por moi. Eh? Sois? Quoi? Yeah? Cha? Bien? Mm. Anyways, I... <laughs> oh, my God. So, <clears throat> not only does it make me double, triple think of what I'm going to do, but it also it's helpful because it kicks my ass a little bit to make me go back into the writing because, remember, I'm just pages away from finishing a project that I have been working on for almost a full year. And I have to say... Once I finish this, I know how good I'm going to feel. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever know you do, right? You know, like, oh, if I could just sit and finish this. Like, why is it so hard to finish a project? Ay, ay, ay. Oh. And sometimes you go, you know what? It's like there's stuff that's real, that's psychological that we may have from the past. I mean, God, you know, I can't imagine that watching my mother get a gun put to her head every day for seven years uh, interfered with any sort of progress that I may make as an adult. <laughs> 
And as I would say to my mom, that's not a blame. It's just a fact. And my mom would go, oh, yeah, right, Jesse. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, we are unmedicated. And you know what? Better for us. Because you know what helps ADHD? What helps OCD? What helps the the PTSD? Creativity. Hey, e, e, e. yes, being a... A tree does not bear fruit in one day. Be gentle with yourself. Flower and flourish as you may. That is from the goddess and the queen. Oh, speaking of goddesses and queens and, and magical folk. Hello and welcome, my sana. Hey, um, we were talking about Judy Bloom. We were talking about uh, storytelling. We were talking about Tina Turner. It's been a very strong female. I mean, it usually is, right? Because it's me, strong female. How do you do? How you doing? But again, when we are uh, wanting to finish a project, do a project, we do have to find that balance between, between productivity and being gentle with ourselves because it is the rest is also really important to the work. Yeah. You know how in music, I don't read music, but I know how in music they have note, 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 and then a rest symbol. Motherfucker, what? Yeah. Like in life. Uh-oh, the kids are starting to get out of school. See, this is how I know it's almost time to end the show because you start to hear, ah, the fucking kids. Anyway, <clears throat> I got, I have a question for y'all before I go. Well, I have two questions. I have two questions. Um, would you, <laughs> these people thought they wanted me so bad. Now, I have put my resume out back out because, you know, the play is over and th there's a strike on, so I got to get some money somehow. So I'm putting out my resume for some stuff. Now, I got back, I got a text. They they were like, this bitch needs to come and work with us from a cruise line, okay? Like a New York style cruise line, okay? And I felt very cute for a second and then I looked at their requirements and they said, no visible tattoos. And I was like, bitch, fuck yous. And who doesn't, who doesn't have tattoos now anyway? Like my mom motherfucking had tattoos. You know what I mean? Like, what are we, what are we talking about here? It's 2023. Your dumb asses have blue hair, like who are fucking lame asses you know what I mean like we can't you can't tell who's cool anymore anyway all you dumb asses fucking took it not you dumb asses them dumb asses you know who I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about anyway they said so they texted me they're like Jessica hi we'd like to have a zoom with you today on you know for the interview for the cruise line bow and so I and it was like thank you so much Timothy and I was like well Timothy I wrote him right back because I texted him right back because I'm not gonna leave him on read I mean Timothy he wants he has a job to do to hire some folks so I said Timothy you know well, I'm gonna have to pass because I reread your requirements and I do have visible tattoos. So, so sorry for you not to get me, but have a great day and good luck with everything. Didn't hear back. Oh. You know what I've realized, y'all? And I know you know, especially a few of you out there, goddesses fucking know it. The universe is gonna give us what we're supposed to have, when we're supposed to have it. We have really no control over it at all. All we can do is the best we're doing. All we can do is work towards what we want. All we can do is set goals in front of ourselves and just fucking go for it. Do a little bit at a time. Yesterday, I worked on some of my shit. I wrote some of my stuff. You know how great I felt just after a few pages? It wasn't like I had to finish the fucking thing or bind it in a goddamn bounding, binding notebook. But you know what I mean? So it's all happening, even if we can't see it or it doesn't seem tangible. It's happening. 
And if you look back, like I, all I have to do is look back a few months and I go, good God, I tried so hard to force myself, you know, like trying to force a, a round peg into a square hole. You know what I mean? Or a square peg into a round hole. You know what I'm talking about. Or a big old dick into the ass. Anyways, I was trying to force myself into jobs. And then all of a sudden, what happened? The play came. And that was what was supposed to be. So when you keep getting taught these lessons, you kind of have to listen and you kind of have to go, all right, all right. I'll just keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing and think fucking positively, yo. We control all of it. Perspective wise, you, what? Is, is, this, is, the, is, the, um, is the toast burnt or it's just extra crispy? You know what I mean? <laughs> that was stupid an analogy. It wasn't stupid. There's no stupid. But uh, okay, last question. I don't know even know if that was a question. But this is for me and the babes because I also want to know this for sure. I want to know this. Um, what do you call the frozen sugar water in the long tube? You know, it's a phallic situation. It's in the freezer. It comes in a box. There usually comes a bunch of them in a box. What do you call the frozen sugar water? Usually cherry, grape, orange. You know, you know what I'm talking about. In the box, what do you call them where you're from? Or how did you grow up? What did you call them? Go! Or you can write to me and I'll let them know. Okay. Uh, oh, my fucking mermaids. Shello ice pops. Okay, good one. Thank you. Ice pops. I forget. Well, are they could be ice pops or they could be otter pops. That's right, Cav. Cav Aloha. That's the bubs. Bubsy knows. Otter pops. Otter pops. That's right. That's what I said. That's what my girl said. She's from Albuquerque. We're from LA, baby. And Al from the East Side. That's what I thought it was. Okay. See, we think in the US, Otter Pops. In Canada, my old pa- my little pally says, what the fuck are they called? Freezies. I was like, no. We don't, we don't, we don't, we didn't even have Mr. Freeze. Like, right? We had fucking uh, uh, Foster Freeze. Fro- Foster Freeze. And in LA, Okay, so there was this, um, so there was this um, foster freeze, right? And it was like I think it's what was from the from the sixties. Y'all know Cav and Urban Baked. They they're oh, let me tell you about Ms. Urban Baked. Go order some motherfucking cookies. Uh, you guys know Foster Freeze was a soft, um, soft serve ice cream, but also you could get like a burger. It was kind of like our version of Dairy Queen because we didn't have Dairy Queen on the West Coast. So Foster Freeze. So they had this one in Malibu on the Pacific Coast Highway. Y'all know I used to live off Pacific Coast Highway, Topanga Canyon. Now, uh, this is, oh yeah, Freezies are, yes, Bodega Freezies. Hey, Cherry, I just want a Cherry Ice. See, that's, I know them as Ices. Cherry Icy. Like how it's Italian Ices. Anyways, I love talking about it. Anyway, next to the SMC pool. Yes, Foster Freeze. So they had these statues on Pacific Coast Highway uh, going towards to Malibu. They had a foster freeze and they had a statue of the guy. It was very 1950s. It was a white guy holding a milkshake and a tray. 
right? Yeah, he was holding a tray in one hand, had like burgers, and then he had like a shake or, a, or ice cream in the other, and he had a little, one of those little paper hats, but it wasn't paper because it was a big statue on the side of the fucking highway, like a big statue, like bigger than the, than the, than the window, because you just went up to the window, it wasn't like a dine-in situation, like go up to the window like a Dairy Queen, not inside, just outside, and you could sit on a bench outside and have your little ice cream or whatever, right? But then the foster freeze went out of business, I believe, and it became... Uh, a taco place, like Baja, California or something. I forget what it was. Like Baja, you guys know, the LA people that are on this chat right now. Anyways, I'm not going to bore you with me trying to guess the name. I'm just going to tell you how entertaining it was when it changed from Foster Freeze to this Mexican restaurant because they transformed the man, the statue man. All of a sudden, he was holding not, he wasn't holding burgers and fries anymore. Now he's holding tostadas, tacos, and then in here, maybe holding horchata. I can't remember if they changed the this to, how would we know if it was horchata or if it was like a Coca-Cola? But then they put a big sombrero over his paper hat that he had had as the white man serving the foster freeze. So now he was like, he went from like Joe to Jose in the side of the Pacific Coast Highway, the foster freeze. Uh, if you know, you know, it was such a good time. Uh, I love, uh, still there with a sombrero on. Thank you. See, see. <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. I went a little longer talking about my foster froster. Um, I love it. Reclaim it, Jose. Get it. Get it and take it. It's fucking yours anyways, brother. You know, of course it is. Pacific Coast Highway? Excuse me. California? AKA Mexico, you mean? Anyway, that's the end of my show. Listen, it's been guess. It's been guess. <laughs> it's been guess wood. Oh, fuck. I can't leave without telling you about Merv. Shalom, mermaids. Okay, shalom, mermaids. Shalom. Okay, this has got to be one of my new favorite documentaries. It's four episodes. It's docu. It's drama. It's comedy. It's mermaids. It's called Mer People, and it is mertastic. It's mergiving. It's merlightful. It's mergical. It's so fucking good. And what's so funny is I already was speaking mermaid and I didn't even know it because turtly, dolphinately, I say that already, you guys. I already was saying that. Shalom. So um, please watch mer people. I'm not going to tell you on what station it's on. Uh, mer people Merific. It's fuck it's fantastic and it's fantastical. It's magic and it's magical, but it's also really fucked up. Like what is the you know, of course. If you think that dolphins have it bad at the fucking sea world <laughs> tune in to mer people and see what the fuck it takes to be a mer person. Mer man made mer. Uh, my favorites were Sparkle sparkle the mermaid and um blix mm, you'll see if you watch blix and sparkle they were my favorites and there's like some drama and there's some family and there's some i mean it's listen guys it's mertastic okay shallow turtly watch it dolphinately okay i'm out i swear this is me being out now out i'm out i'm gone
And don't you give me any spoilers on beef, because that shit is fucking insane. And I did, I did finish jury duty. So thank you so much for those of you who. Oh, and thank you for those of you who wrote to me last week and had uh, so much great feedback for me. I really love you so much. I love the feedback. Please keep it coming. And if you can get, if you have a moment, which I know we probably a lot of us do, please go on to Apple and put a uh, yes, watch on porpoise. Come on. <laughs> Please put a review and five stars of the show. It keeps the algorithm up. It keeps me in the, you know, the line of duty. Speaking of fish. (laughs) Anyway, stop it. (laughs) I love you guys. If nothing else, please uh, listen to Judy Bloom. Watch the Mer people. uh, Sing a loud Tina Turner song. And... uh, you want to go roller skating? Jim Brown also rest in peace. That's the only uh, really memorable thing from me for Jim Brown because I wasn't really old enough to know. His, I mean, he's been around forever, but I didn't really know his work. Uh, Richard Pryor spoke about Jim Brown coming over when Richard Pryor was at the height of his uh, addiction, and he was smoking, you know, freebasing every day. And everyone was like, Richard, you need to come out of your house. Richard, you need to, Richard, you shouldn't, Richard. And so he said the only person that came over that was really like trying psychology on him was Jim Brown. And Jim Brown would just come in and he'd look at him and he'd go, uh, hey, Rich, you want to go roller skating? And so anyway, (laughs) rest in power. I love you guys so much. Oh, my God. Don't lick a pussy you don't like. Don't suck a dick you don't like. You know how I just keep it where you like it. Do things you like to do that not hurting anybody, not hurting yourself, and keep on keeping on. You're doing the best motherfucking you can. And I just can't thank you enough for hanging out with me. Uh, Send me money. Send me love. Go write a review. I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) That never gets old. (laughs) Love you. Yum.